0: Welcome to the official podcast of the 29th annual FIRST Conference, being held June 11th through 16th in San Juan, Puerto Rico. For more information, visit www.first.org. And now we join our interview in progress. This is Martin, and I'm here today talking to Alex Pinto, who is the Chief Data Security Scientist at Needle, and your presentation is Beyond Matching, Applying Data Science Technologies to IOC-Based Detection. Alex, can you parse that into regular English for me?
1: I know. It's a mouthful, isn't it? How's it doing, Martin? Thanks for, thanks for having me uh, on the podcast. Uh, it's good uh, to have you. It's good to, see,
0: to talk to you again, Alex, and uh, hopefully uh, everything is going well in your world.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm very excited to be able to present uh, this specific research that I'm doing now uh, at FIRST uh, this year. So uh, the main idea uh, of this uh, specific talk is to bring uh, a little bit further or to, to put a little bit more structure on some of the research I've been working on the past few years. The best talks that I've done at first have been around the, the um, specifically about evaluating in the structure of threat intelligence and how you can uh, try to figure out if the IOCs you're consuming uh, are good or not or are fit or not for any, any threat intelligence program you might have uh, for you, right, on your environment. And uh, the truth is that my, it was never my goal to spend so much time uh, in IOC vetting. Uh, I only wanted to use IOC data as a source for machine learning for some uh, bigger uh, analytic to start, try to solve some bigger analytic problems. But the thing is that when I got to the field of what threat intelligence was being provided, the feeds and all those different things that you have available, it was a complete mess. And uh, and what you what we saw in those talks was my mind and my process of trying to make sense of all of this, right? And um, because it's one of the things, there's, there's one, uh, one joke in data science machine learning is that instead of spending three weeks trying to tune a behavioral model, you should spend three days labeling your data because you're going to have much better success. So that was me trying to label the data uh, correctly, making sure the data was fit for purpose so then we could uh, try to do something more higher level. And this talk is about that. Is about some interesting uh, data science techniques that you can actually apply on on traditional network-based IOC data, right, and uh, how you can, uh, in a way, twist the data and uh, create some higher-level data products from the specific IOCs to do some things that are, are much, much more impressive than just matching, oh, did, did my network see this domain, did my network see this IP address?
0: I've heard it before said that uh, we should almost change the title to chief data janitor because so much time is spent just cleaning up the data.
1: That is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. It's not a glamorous job. If anyone is to... That's, there's, a, there's another one of those, which is uh, you never hire... Don't hire a data scientist that wants to come into your, to your uh, org and do machine learning because they clearly have the, the wrong view of what the job entails.
0: So what are some of the key aspects that you learned in, and that you're going to be teaching people in this presentation?
1: The main takeaway is going to be about actually other long-term kind of discussion and analysis that uh, I've had, which is how much can one actually automate if they're trying to use uh, IOC-based data for for hunting, for initiating the detection uh, that will uh, turn into a, a an instant response process, right? So the idea here is that I'm going to show, first of all, what does it look like to match, right? And, uh, of course, the, the issues, the benefits, and, and the pros and cons we have with that. And then the concepts of, oh... If you have enough of data of, that you can group somehow, or that you know it's all coming from this data center, or all these domains are being registered by the same person, maybe you can do some higher level matching, right? You actually learned, quote unquote, uh, where these things congregate, and now you can use that to uh, to, to take a, a, a different action, a more Maybe a more complete, right? But then also show how that falls apart, and how you can try to keep that up with that, with some statistical modeling around uh, the prevalence of badness or goodness. There's there's one specific example I use in the talk around. Oh, okay, we all know that dot probably dot T O P or dot X Y Z are not the greatest places in the world. So there's definitely some benefits in 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 blocking those, but. If you look at over uh, over chosen period of time, most of the badness that you know about will probably be hosted on .com. And you cannot block .com, right? <laughs> you're going to have a very short job if you block .com. So how do you transform this knowledge that you have as a human being that has been doing this for a while so that a system can make this call? Oh, maybe I shouldn't block .com, but all the other stuff that I'm seeing, it's probably pretty safe to block.
0: But this doesn't sound like it's something that's easy to do, that's something that just any old security professional can do. It sounds like it takes a lot of statistics, and I think you use the term machine learning to do this sort of thing. Is that true?
1: Not at all, not at all. Uh, specifically, the, the example I'm going to be uh, talking people through, uh, the, the deck has two equations, and the two equations are fractions, Right you have a couple of things you're adding up on the, on the top part of the fraction and one or two things you're adding up on the bottom of the fraction. And those are simple summaries you can calculate for, every, for your communications, right? I mean, assuming you have these things on a log aggregator that you can run some basic uh, transformations on it, uh, sadly, that's a problem that <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not for me to solve. And the idea is really to show people how possible, how, how you can do a lot of this Uh, With, I mean, literally stuff you have lying around in your kitchen, right? And, uh, I mean, I assume you have a computer in your kitchen, of course. Uh, (laughs) And put that to use, right? Of course, there will be some higher level examples, right? When I can show a peek of some of the the other stuff that you can do in machine learning. But the idea is that you can actually go pretty far and start exploring how those uh, concepts uh, uh, work in your network without any really statistical training
0: so this is something that it from it sounds like it you don't have to have the deep machine learning or the deep statistical knowledge it's it sounds like you're going to give a a standard practitioner the tools they need to use this type of idea going forward
1: absolutely that's that was that that is 100 the intention of this talk right
0: so what Tools should somebody come to your talk already knowing what sort of things should they have in the back of their mind before they come to your talk?
1: Um, I I don't think uh, I don't think there's a lot of uh, prerequisites, especially because, like I said, uh, if you have some of these more um, uh, quote unquote modern. Um, um, log aggregation tools, especially ones that l- uh, let you do uh, uh, easy searching and are very efficient on, on searching. And I'm I'm really avoiding to say names here. Um, we are um, you can do some you can do the basic aggregations that I talk about um, just using those tools. So if you're familiar with network logs, you're familiar with the challenge of matching uh, network-based IOCs to to proxy or firewall logs you'll be right at home uh, at this presentation, right? If you had any moment, oh, I have to track if there's something bad going on in, in my web proxy or something like that, you know, the stock might actually be useful for you. Uh,
0: but we all know that you're still going to have to do a lot of cleanup of those log files because, hey, they're dirty.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And again, the, the good thing about uh, some of these uh, log aggregators, they'll, they'll help you through that, of course. But... You know, you're not lying when you say that it's a big part of the job.
0: So your talk will be June 12th at 11.15 till noon. And Alex, I look forward to seeing you again at First.
1: Absolutely. It will be a a pleasure.
0: You've been listening to the official podcast for the 29th Annual First Conference being held June 11th to the 16th in San Juan, Puerto Rico. For more information, go to www.first.org. And thank you very much for listening. Initiating Shetland Secrets.